And this time on Culture File, we have another bittersweet symphony with Cleona Ryan. Ryan, you may recall, is a violinist who spent the enforced musician's pause that was the pandemic, recording conversations with her friends and colleagues, musicians of all sorts, who suddenly had a few moments to think about the career they'd chosen. Her podcast, Bittersweet Symphony, is charting those moments in Bitter and Sweet, and she's been sharing some of those conversations with us. This time, she stirs the still water of Welsh-born double bassist Mark Jenkins. I'm Cleana, a violinist, freelancer and member of the Irish Chamber Orchestra. Mark Jenkins is someone I had seen often across the stage, co-leading the bass section of the National Symphony Orchestra. So, I asked him... How had life been before March 12th, 2020? What was going on for him? Well, I, my back was bad. It didn't feel bad enough to stop, but it wasn't good enough to keep going. When they said, go home three weeks off, I thought, great, I can sort this back out. I stopped playing. I didn't, I didn't play from March until August. I did not touch the bass at all. What was that like? Yeah, it was actually really good. <laughs> and what does he remember about those first few weeks after March 12th. The silence, no traffic, and the bird song seemed to be the spinal tap up to 11, you know? The birds seemed to have turned the knob up to 11, you know? And it was fabulous. And I, I, I genuinely missed that. And I, I wish we could get a lot of that back. A question about what feelings had emerged for him during that time and space led directly to his recollection of his bitter experience. I think loneliness. Especially in the night times, that was I found that kind of very hard to cope with. The loneliness in plain sight, but I think basically the loneliness comes into my bitter thing, not being able to go back to Wales. So um, and my mum, my sister, you know, oh, I didn't. That's the. I think this. Oh, hang on a minute. The Welsh word is heraith, which kind of means longing, and that's what it was. It just hits me, you know, not to see my my family and my country, you know. It's not, it's not a kind of, I mean, it's not that kind of tub thump in Wales. You know, I, mean, I hate all that borders and whatever. But it, it is me. I'm Welsh. You know what I mean? What does it mean to you? I don't even know. I used to think it was a red jersey. I just don't know what it means. Just what it means this, you know what I mean? And how did he connect with Wales and his family during this time? There was lots of Zooming and family WhatsApp groups, of course. But there was also that drive he took. We're very lucky in Greystones. If you go up on the hill on a really nice day, you can see Wales. Would you go up there to look, to see? Oh, yeah, big time. I would do, yeah, yeah. I get into the car and there's this little turn. There's a little mound there every day. And I stop the car, get out, breathe. And I can do a 360 turn and there's the big sugar loaf there. And then there's a little sugar loaf there and Bray Head down there. And then hopefully Wales over there, you know, perfect. His bittersweet was the death of his dear Auntie Jenny. She was his best friend, Simon's mum, and was the second mother to Mark growing up. So family, friends, parents or colleagues would be uncle or auntie. It was kind of an agreement. I'd come along and if mum was teaching locally, she'd be there before me. But if not, I'd go down the road to see my auntie Jenny. It was April the 17th, I think it was. I got a message that from Simon that said that um, she passed away. So obviously I rang him straight away. She'd gone into a home. COVID got into this home and within five days she was dead. But the way he was talking, it was all sort of, I've lost my mum, 
but she's gained her dignity again almost, you know? And he was telling me that for years she's... And it must have been incredibly difficult for them just to basically say, I want to die. And his attitude to COVID at that point was, I've lost my mum, but she's gone and she's out of pain now. So that's the bit of sweet, I suppose. There were many sweet moments for Mark, but the sweetest by far was given to him on his birthday by his children, Oshin and Isabel. Well, they were lots of good ones, but actually, I'm going to go again now. <laughs> it was my birthday. Oh, God, this is really hard. Oh, God. Basically, I woke up on the morning, and we have a kind of a tradition that in the morning we do prezzies. So the next thing, they all come up. Oshin had painted me a picture of a dragon. And there's basically, there's a song called Calon Lan, which is a Welsh song. Calon Lan, um, Yearning Heart, the first song I sang to Isabel, the first song I sang to Oshin. And, uh, oh, God, this is so hard. And uh, Isabel had she gone learn the guitar chords and sang it to me in bed. And then the next day they presented me with Welsh cakes and all this. So I was, oh, my God, it was, it was just fabulous. But that wasn't the end of it. So we went for a walk. They bought me my coffee in my favourite place. And then we came back and they said, right, for lunch, sit down. We're having um, Welsh rarebit. And then the next day they came out with these things called Barabrith and uh, they'd made them. I said it was the best birthday I've ever had, you know. Yeah, that was absolutely amazing. From wanting nothing, I got everything, you know. And what has this process of documentation meant to him? I wanted to find three things that I thought really encapsulated the bitter, the sweet and the bittersweet. The experience of this, remembering those things, the picture, the song, the, you know, the battle breath, they were definitely moments that from this we'll always remember because of that, you know. It was good to soul search, really. Mark Jenkins there talking to Cleon Orion about the bittersweet learnings of recent times. Ah, the old days. You can find more of Cleon's Bittersweet Symphonies where you get your podcasts.